This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL, loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers. IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K through 12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about spending money on your classroom. And I'm referring to spending money on setting it up and just things that you do to make your classroom more fun and inviting for students. And I want to start with the question of, is it okay to spend your personal money on your classroom? And I bring up this question because I feel like this can be a really controversial topic. When it comes to teacher burnout and setting boundaries, I think that teachers can get really burnt out spending money on their classroom. And I think that this happens, you know, at all stages in people's teaching careers. I remember as a brand new teacher, I was teaching first grade and my teaching partners and I, we celebrated every little holiday there was to celebrate or um, we did Dr. Seuss Day. We did the 100th day of school. We might have done the 120th day of school. Um, We did St. Patrick's Day, every little holiday that we could and every time I would buy decorations for the classroom. I would buy treats for the kids. You know, I might buy special activities that we could do. And it just got really tiring because I felt like it wasn't necessarily appreciated. And I was spending all this money that I really didn't have as a brand new teacher. So um, I just wanted to talk about this topic because I think it's so important to think about and just kind of explore and be aware of why we spend money in our classrooms and is it necessary or is it not necessary you know and it and there is no right or wrong answer here I just think it's something to reflect on and think about because as I go through this episode I don't want to shame people that do spend money on their classrooms and I don't want to shame people that decide not to I think either view is okay and I see the points for both sides So I want to start with, you know, the reasons that teachers do choose to spend money in their classrooms. And a lot of times it comes from a really good place that they want students to have this inviting and comfortable classroom to be in. You know, they they teachers take pride in their classrooms and they want it to look nice. Also, it's their home away from home. You know, we are in classrooms all day and during the school year, you're there and awake in your classroom more than you are at home. So you want that to be a comfortable and inviting environment for not only you, but for your students. And that makes complete sense. And depending on your school district, you know, depends on how much supplies and furniture you might have for your classroom. 
And I remember when I was teaching, I taught in a very old school. And so the more decor that you had that was like cute and bright, it just made the classroom look newer because all the furniture that we had was really old. And so just having those bright colors made the classroom look a lot better. So today I wanna to talk about some tips for decorating your classroom on a budget and then how to stop comparing your classroom to other classrooms and thinking about our thoughts around purchasing items for our classrooms. So first, setting up our classroom on a budget. Number one, my tip is to prioritize what you need in your classroom. Sometimes I think that we buy things that we don't actually need. We buy things because they're cute and they're fun, which is okay. Um, but I think it's just being aware that that's the purpose and why you're buying it. Um, you know, I, I would love going into teacher stores or looking at magazines and I would think I needed all this stuff in my classroom just to make it look cute because I liked it. And really, you need to prioritize what is your focus in your classroom and what do you need to make that happen? And it could be um, what ways you can make the classroom more inviting, like calming corners, um, reading nooks. You know, I come from an elementary background, so I'm kind of thinking from that view. Um, but it also could be organizational systems. So what organizational systems do you need for your classroom and what supplies do you need to do that? So really prioritizing what you need and also thinking about what goals you have for the school year and then what goals your building or district might have for the school year. So for example, if your district goals to um, implement morning meetings, maybe they're providing some things to do that or um, you know, have calming corners, you know, what are they providing for that calming corner? My second tip is to try to buy cheaper items. Um, and you know, you could look at this different ways. Like I've, I've spent more money in my classroom on better quality items that last longer, but you, it also is about how the kids treat the items and teaching them how to treat the materials in the classroom. But I used to find that Things that I bought at Dollar Tree were just as nice as things that I bought at more expensive teacher stores. So you can get a lot of nice organizational tools at Dollar Tree, um, go to thrift stores. You know, when I was building my classroom library, I went to library sales all the time and that was really helpful. So I would try to find deals and, you know, find the cheapest um, places you can to shop. Also try to get items donated. So ask family, ask friends on social media if they have certain items that you may need, you know, let people know what you're looking for in your classroom. Um, I will tell you on when it comes to getting items donated and I see a lot of like Amazon lists on Facebook and things like that, be mindful of what you're allowed to do in your district. Our district, we're not allowed to do any crowdfunding where we have people buy for us like Amazon lists and GoFundMe because um, you know, it's really tricky about who's owning the items and who's getting the donations and things like that. So just be careful and know what your district policies are on getting items donated. Um, and then I also want to encourage you another way to focus on setting up your classroom with a budget on a budget is to have a minimalist design, you know, embrace a minimalist approach to your classroom and design that prioritizes the functionality of the classroom over just having stuff that's cute or colorful. Also think about what could be overstimulating for kids. You know, I would walk in a lot of classrooms that were very cute and I enjoyed being in them, but for some kids, especially if they had ADHD, it's just too overstimulating. You know, having things hanging from the ceiling, things like that, it can be too much for kids. So be mindful of that 
and I would go for a more minimalist design. So now I want to talk about comparing your classroom to others and really how you're comparing yourself to other teachers. So it's a very common thing, especially with social media, to look at other classrooms and feel like you have to have that kind of classroom. For me, I would look at classrooms on social media, especially Pinterest, and I would see a lot of DIY stuff, do it yourself, and I would try to, um, you know, make cute things like I remember crates for your kids to sit on. Well, first of all, anything that I ever made that was DIY and I found on Pinterest never looked like it looked on Pinterest. Like it was not worth my time or effort because it never turned out good. That is not a not a skill that I have. But I think knowing that about yourself and being okay, knowing that if I'm going to look at all these classrooms and start to compare myself to these teachers that make these classrooms, then maybe I need to not follow them on on social media. Because I think that sometimes we make the cute classrooms and the Pinterest looking classrooms mean something about our actual teaching. You know, somebody could have the cutest classroom and the best set up classroom environment, but that does not make them a great teacher. What makes them a great teacher is how they build relationships and connect with kids. So I think we need to really limit what we're seeing on social media or even when we're looking in other people's classrooms. I mean, we can look at it, but just have that, you know, that perspective that we're looking at the highlights of someone. We're looking at the, just like on, if you're looking at someone's personal life, right, you're looking at the best times and you're not seeing anything else about them. So just looking at a classroom environment doesn't make them a better teacher or you a worse teacher. So I want you to keep that in mind as you're comparing yourself to others. Also reframing your thoughts about why do you need certain things in your classroom? Is it for you to look a certain way or to have a certain appearance of, you know, what you want your classroom to look look like? Or is it because it's best for students? And I say that because I was talking about classrooms that are, are overstimulating. You know, are you making it with what you want to be surrounded by in the environment you want, or is it what's best for kids? And I think of myself as a third grade teacher, I went through this stage where I thought black and white, you know, I wanted this black and white classroom and I painted my bulletin boards gray and I had this cute black and white border. And one of my kids said something about this looks like we're in an old time black and white movie. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's so boring. Did I decorate this classroom for myself and what I like or did I do it for what third graders like? So really being aware being aware, and reframing your thoughts about how you're decorating your classroom, how you're putting things together and why. Also practice self-compassion. Don't beat yourself up about you know your classroom looking a certain way or being as good as another teacher because again, we all have our own strengths. You know, decor and setting up a classroom. I can set it up to be organized, but like I said, the decor and all that was never a strong suit of mine. And just having self-compassion that that's okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. That isn't the thing that's gonna make you a great teacher. And my most important tip is just to remember that the most important part of having a great classroom environment is the relationship you have with the students and the relationships that the students have with each other. So you can have the most beautiful Pinterest-worthy classroom 
And if you're not building relationships with the students and students aren't building relationships with each other and there's not a classroom community, then your classroom environment does not matter. So I want you to keep that at the forefront and remember that that's, that doesn't cost any money. That is just you taking the time to build those relationships and really getting to know kids and then building that community for your kids. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope you thought of some, found some tips that you can use for setting up your classroom on a budget. Um, And just remember that you don't need to compare yourself to other teachers. You don't need to spend the most money to set up your classroom. But if people do, that's okay. That's their choice. You know, we all get that choice. Everybody's at a different place and has different reasons for why they want to spend money or not spend money in their classroom. But remember that that is not what makes you a good teacher. So just focus on your classroom, focus on not comparing yourself to others, and just being the best teacher and building your relationships with the students and having students build relationships with each other. So I hope that you found this episode helpful and thank you again for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase achievement for all student populations, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.